Jake. And I'm Cash. And we're going to discuss episode three called The Dark Uncle. There we go. And then uh, we had a whole list of names that she ended up throwing out. All <laughs> different cultures of doppelgangers. Yes. <laughs> and uh, we went with Swedish, which I found pretty interesting. Um, Do we think that's going to have any impact on this? I, I really don't. I just thought it was cool. <laughs> way, way to lead it in. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Well, first of all, what did y'all think of the episode overall? Fantastic. Once again, and, and I, I told these guys before we even started the episodes, we watch it right before we do this thing. This is the most anticipated episode I've. We've of been watching. Television. We've been watching and podding a lot of good shows, but for whatever reason, this is just in my wheelhouse. Oh yeah, well, we're it, all salivating pretty good. Yeah, it's horror done correctly. Like in my opinion, no, this like, is art. The camera angles, the the effects, the drawbacks, the how they're doing things, how you get up close and personal and also draw you away. They're doing a great job of making everybody that you see who has a speaking part, like you, you, you feel suspicious about them and what's their angle and why is this? And I love that you use suspicious because I mean, that really is really, are you hiding something that yeah, we're supposed I mean, to know? Like why, why are you getting seven minutes yeah, here? Look, all three of us were like, the mall cop. <laughs> all right, we got to look into this guy. You yeah. know what I mean? Because he just had too much time on camera. Like, all right, we got to look into this. Da, da, no, da, da, da. No, well, that's the thing is, no, all I said was uh, we're gonna get the mall cops some more because he was just on camera for too long. Yeah, right. And it's just it's just a weird thing. Well, yeah, and just lo- his story was a-, a lot of thrillers, you know, crime thrillers and mm-hmm. stuff like that. They give away who the killer is too easily just by showing some Joe Blow on camera too on long. camera too long for no reason. It's the classic it's Law like- and Order spoof. Yeah, you know, I mean, why, do you, why, why do we care about this janitor three times in this trailer? Ah, there it is. You know, yeah. you know? <laughs> Chekhov's gun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So exactly. you know, I, I loathe it. One of the most famous ones, you know, in the Denzel Washington movie or whatever. It's his ter- his caretaker or whatever. Oh, yeah. I'm just like, oh, the bone. Why collector? are we seeing the bone, bone collector? collector? Yeah. Yeah. That that movie was so good. It and was good, but we're seeing this guy and we're like. Why are you on screen for three to four minutes? Also? Yeah. yeah, I mean, just, oh, and you're an actor I know, a yeah. character I've seen before. I'm like, never mind. Yeah. Got, you know? got this case figured out. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm like Denzel. Come on, yeah, really? He's right, buddy. So yeah, but uh, no, this show. But see, that's the thing. I think the show, in a way, and I actually hope it is, is messing with us in a way. Oh, I think it is totally because. We, we witnessed now that there is even more supernatural activity involved. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the it, story it, has expanded exponentially now. Yeah, we, and we just spent the last five minutes Googling into the maze or the lost, book, in, lost, the, in, the lost maze. in the maze book that the, the, that the prisoner had. That the prisoner was reading. Once again, we're diving into this like it's some... Um, True detective, and like this is all going to matter. And crime we mystery. Know in the end. <laughs> but here's the thing. All right, that book, I thought the book was crazy because it showed the cover as when he flipped it over, it showed the cover again. Like, they made sure you saw the name of that book in large print when he when he closed that up. Mm-hmm. Because when he closed it up, you saw the back of the book. How many books do you know have the, the giant title in bold on the back like you would at the front? They made a point to make I mean, they're sure too busy seen. writing those uh, beautiful fluff pieces on, this is the best book you read since... Yeah, it's uh, usually a New York Times bestseller. <laughs> blah, 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 or blah. a picture of the... Uh, you know, yeah. Whatever. So, so, of course, we're like, we got to look at this. And we Google it, and that, we can't find a single picture of that book because it was distinct with the blue and giant yeah. orange lettering. 
and so on. And there's two lost in the maze books. One's about an ISIS terrorism, like what you say, a Tom Clancy book, and another one, the other one is a self help book. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And, and the third was literally a book about mazes. Like, I mean, you're just sitting there, just <laughs> going all the, the line. You're the Jamoke. Oh, hit the wall again. Yeah, dang it. You know, it's literally for kids. Uh, but, you know, and none of the pictures of the book in come all forms even come close to what they showed. So. Why would they make a, a book, this art piece, look like that? Of course, there's going to be somebody out there that says, oh, that's a 60s classic. You, know, da, 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 da. Yeah, you missed it. You know? but, uh, but I hope it's just almost like a wink at the audience saying, you're all lost. Well, yeah, You yeah. keep making this turn and realizing you went the wrong way. You you're know, looking the wrong direction. I agree with you. I think it was purely the title, Lost yeah. in a Maze. Well, and not only that, because the dude's dead. <laughs> like we, we get introduced to him in that scene. You know, we get him once or twice more, and then by the end of the episode, He's he did like Jake did. Jake said, like he's sitting there, he goes, bet you that's to cut his own throat. Yeah, it, I, I, that's what I'm saying. It's, what you think is about to happen, it's usually, oh no, it's the reverse of that. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. I, I'm highly enjoying the show. <laughs> the writing's phenomenal. They You're have right. a lot of things that I crave for is just one-on-one talking scenes. Yeah. And we got three just or four of them. Expert just, dialogue. Oh, just, just plenty, 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 plenty. And then, of course... You know, all right. So we saw the scene in the preview of you know Jack in the barn. It was just as thrilling the next time we see it. Totally thought it was Ralph in the barn. <laughs> yeah, in the I, preview. Yeah, not didn't find out it's going to be Jack. I was like, oh, this asshole's dead. Yeah. You know, didn't die. <laughs> didn't no, die. he wishes he was dead. Okay, so he. Okay, so no, we can break down this scene. We need to break yeah. this scene down because this it's early in the episode. So he sees it. He hears things. You hear boards creaking. So the, he has literally become a scared, but he's almost like he's catatonic. He's not moving. We have this great camera angle where all you see is the black silhouette of him, and he starts talking. I'm a police officer. What do you want? Well, no, no, you know? no. It said, hey, Mr. Police Officer. It approached him and talked first. He didn't lead no. off. No. That was Jack no. talking the whole time. No. Yes. No. Was he, it really? The, the he other, said. See, I heard it say, no, he hey, said, Mr. Police Officer. He said, I'm a police officer. What do you want? That thing was talking in his head. Yeah, like it was in his mind. Jack was Bef- the one talking the oh, whole wow. time. Before he even gets hit in the neck with whatever, yeah. it was talking in his and head. See, are we to say that he did get hit in the neck? Now he goes, oh, you know, like something got him, but you know. Now it looks like burn marks on You his. know, to me, it looks like, you know, or was that something that just, was he touched? No, we they never heard, show anything in the back. We heard an impact. I have a feeling he was spit on. Like, yeah, like some kind of transfer, Secret. almost like you would think, like a, you know, one of those lizards or whatever that spit, you know, like an acidic, you yeah. know, the right, the dinosaur in Jurassic Park or whatever, you know what I mean? And it does something, but for whatever reason, after that, or even before he was communicating with him, before he was hitting the neck, mm-hmm. but now he can like, it's like he's Travel talking to him the whole time. Well, because this is completely different than what we that has happened to anybody. Like right. uh, Bateman's well, this is character. the first encounter of anything, and we actually have a rapport of some type. But well, the thing is, is we never. There's no clue that the nurse who was the prisoner who kills himself acting differently was hit by one of these. It looks like it's acid almost. Yeah. Like, yeah. well, like you see like little boils and bubble yeah. welts and everything. It looks like blistering. Yeah. You know, and it's and, extremely sensitive to touch. Right, and then you, th- it, it, it's like a horrific sunburn. Because it blisters, and if you touch it, it's, I mean, but it's murderous. That, like, it sounds like it. Like there's high-pitched whenever he goes down in pain and everything. Oh, he's just hurting that bad, okay. it seems like. 
but we didn't get any of that from Terry or nope. the prisoner. No, 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 no. This uh. is, I feel like this is a different situation. Like, yes, we find out he steals his skin, mm-hmm. you know, because of what Jessa says, that he's gotten muscular and he's got yeah, tattoos. Inky. Yeah. Um, I mean, because they showed us that stuff. Yeah, they, made know, a they, point they laid that out there. Yeah, they made a point. Um, but this almost seems like he stole his skin, but he's also like puppeteering him. Yeah. him now. Maybe controlling him through pain, even. Like, I'll hurt you if you don't do what I say, type right. of thing. But, uh, I mean, he could also be using him as a pawn, you know, because he realizes that Ralph's sniffing and trying to go after him, and maybe Jack is the angle he can use. You know, that's how you get information, or whatever. So Jack could be, like I said, the pawn that gives this guy a leg up or whatever the situation I, is. Well, that's why I'm, we're still saying the same thing, puppeteer, yeah. puppeting him to do whatever the case may be. But my thing is, is this is the first time we've seen, at least it looks like it's the first time we've seen I, him separated and the, the person is being controlled by him. Because, mm-hmm. right. um, you know, when we were watching the episode, I was thinking about it. The one thing that Jessa said was his daddy got cut. He got hurt when he was there in Dayton visiting his dad. And then Jessa, you know, and I was thinking, okay. And so maybe, you know, he, he had a bandage on it, whatever. I wonder if this, whatever's happening to his neck is something similar to what happened to him where he got hit or attacked, you know, whatever. Because... Let me ask this. Do you think that you have to come in contact with a person to look like them, whatever this thing is? I think so. Yeah, I think they've got to be able to get the DNA in some shape, way, or form. That's kind of what I felt like. And based on what they've shown evidence-wise is that if if you adhere to a person's skin, it only lasts so long. Because it showed him as young Terry, gets older Terry, and like you said, he was 89 years old and it was disintegrating. Almost well, extremely rapidly. Right. And that's why you see like him get rid of his clothes and then you see all this clear liquid and we can it's just like, are we saying he sheds his skin or really the skin just literally deteriorates where he's really just nothing but the clear liquid left behind? That's a good point right there, that he could just kinda of disintegrate. Well, I think it into could because it's gunk. not like he sheds the skin because he said like this is an eighty nine year old person and you know, whatever was there is gone. You know, otherwise you would have a carcass, like a, like a snake leaves a you know, a snake yeah. skin behind. This is more just like a This plasma. is more just the, the goo of whatever it was. It was his color, you know, I'm guessing. Well, maybe the skin that he steals turns into a goo, but whatever's underneath the skin still moves around. Well, you know, because like you said, we posted on Twitter, and you did an awesome job, and, you know, of course, Reddit has these pictures and stuff, and when you show the picture of the guy in the hoodie... It looks like skin, like literally a mask hanging off or skin hanging off. Or And she said yeah. he looked worse. Like he'd been erased. Mm-hmm. Um, so it looks like he's smudged back and forth. Yeah. And that's right. kind of what that picture exactly yeah. looks like. It's a great example of what a, like a child would describe it as. Mm-hmm. Right. But um, also, we said that the uh, person in prison, the hospital attendant, didn't show any forms of this like aggression or anything. But maybe when he cut Bateman, that's when he was showing it. You know, I mean, we were not privy to that yet or anything, but I mean, there could have been signs that he did have this kind of pain and everything. We just don't know it yet. Because, I mean, that's the only reason I can think he would cut him. Now, obviously, there might be a reason why uh, Terry, I said Bateman again, was the reason why he was picked. Or could have just been anger and then opportunity. Hey, let me go take this person. I don't know. I mean, you bring up a good point. Why was Terry selected? Why is his daughter okay to talk to this thing and being visited by it why 
why is he killing children as you know what is the necessity there's a there's a lot that this show has got to give us you know that this book is going to deliver yeah. or whatever because we're only on episode three and so that i think we got a, some big nuggets this episode when it dealing with that but like you said and I, I hate to throw it you know if you watch the preview which there's no such thing spoiler here you know they show a scene of an old man and his only comment in the preview was you know that wasn't terry like, I think that was his dad. Like, I, yeah, I think that's, I'm going to guess that's Mr. Medlin, you know, and then I'm going to say that's a scene that shows that he's like, he was realizing he was talking to whatever this is, and it wasn't really Terry. You know what I'm saying? But he has Alzheimer's, so like, I don't. Right, I know, but. Well, he doesn't say that wasn't Terry. He says, you know, that wasn't him, right? That's true. He does he's say talking that. about his orderly, I think. Okay. I think he's going to be talking about the hospital orderly. That's very possible. I, I'm hoping he's talking about Terry personally, but he said more often that his dad was getting like angry and worked up. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why only Terry would go see him, and not the wife and the girls because he didn't want to see him that way. Yeah, because he was Alzheimer's. He was losing his you know memory and things like that. Scary thing. It's been told. You know, it's been yeah. talked about. People. Get defensive. They don't recognize you. Like, why are you talking to me? Yeah, well, yeah, they don't want to be wrong. Right. And, but he also, was he getting angry and mad because he was dealing with this orderly that he could tell was not his actual orderly? Yeah. True. You Especially, know? it's like, that's not my orderly. It is your orderly. What are you doing, you crazy old man? Like, well, if nobody huh. believes you yeah. that there's something off about this guy, right? And we already see it happening with the daughter and everything. And that's the day that your son comes to talk to you and you're trying to explain to him, mm-hmm. Hey, this, you know, this guy's not right. And then you have an actual contact with this guy. And it's like, you got to believe me. You're my kid. Like, right. you know, why don't you yeah, believe yeah, yeah. me? I mean, that, and he gets that, that a all cut. adds. Yeah. That all he gets adds. a cut from maybe fighting with this guy, mm-hmm. yeah. throwing him out of his dad's room or something. Who knows? You know, we're like stopping to try to talk to him. Like, why is my dad so worked mm-hmm. up every time you come around or whatever yeah. that happens? I have a feeling we'll get that scene. Yeah, oh, that I, sequence most likely next episode something you know? to that effect there's gonna have to be an encounter yeah They've gotta give us that so I, I think what they're gonna be talking about is the fact that that was not that was not his orderly yeah and so do we just want to finish up with the orderly well of course like you said the the month prior to holly showing up you know the front desk lady didn't didn't know that bateman sorry terry was dead and key things and was there something traumatic that happened and that's what sparked the front desk like oh you're a reporter and da 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 thus giving us what you you called it straight up was is the orderly was probably framed for murder or something or being arrested and sure enough that's when two sisters William's sisters were found at a you know a park and been killed um, and there was a preview that shows like two girls beside like a creek or something and, yeah you know lights looking at them that's, but then that's again, maybe that's maybe what happened, right? Well, I mean, too. This could be a whole new day. It, it definitely could be. And wasn't the little boy found in a creek? He was found in a park. But I mean, I, there Not, was water right there, wasn't there? Or no, he was right next to what looked like a like a river. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so then the girls are found by a creek. So I mean, that's well, we assume it says a park. You know, by something. No, I'm pretty sure I remember seeing them when the dude stops, and you kind of see a a, a, a glimpse beyond him. It's like a running yeah. creek or something behind him. So, I mean, the two and different... And these girls are clearly half... Some of them, one yeah. part isn't even in the water of them, it looks like. So, I mean, like we've got two different murder scenes 
And I, was the boar found by water, or was it just propped up against a tree? That boar was just sitting there on the ground. The boar was know. just sitting yeah. there. But the, at least the kids found in kind of similar Yeah, yeah it looked very similar. The only difference was it was two and one. So then it might know. need something needs to do with water. Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's just weird seeing that it's a pretty similar spot. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I'm curious about is when they if they discuss they talk about these girls and so on, or are they were they as mangled and you know as destructive to them as the boy looked when they when we saw it? You know what I'm saying? Probably. Yeah, I'm I assuming think, they will be. I think it's gonna be safe to assume that is yes. You know, and then so then you have two murderers that are very very similar, and yes. they're not. And uh, you know, they they iterated this episode that the boy was raped and murdered. Yes, I that mean, was he was sodomized, sodomized with a tree branch. Is what they said. So it's like they're not just like killings. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're like twisted killings. Yeah. They're pretty dark. Yeah. So it's like, why are they so just horrific and Stephen horrible? King? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, Obviously, yeah, but I'm just saying this like is where King takes a little dive, you know. But supernatural stuff usually has some kind of reasoning behind yes. it. You know what I mean? You find out like why. Well, are we do still what they do. We were pretty heavy hand. We were thinking it was going to be supernatural last episode. Uh, this episode <laughs> kind of like makes it less supernaturally. Oh, I feel no. like the thing with the with Jack's neck that, and that and, sequence, and then the fingerprints, the grating, and the clear liquid that makes socks brittle, and yeah. the, the girl the, the saying, sock. "I've seen four different things." <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. like you know, it gives new meaning to your classic saying of you know, crusty sock. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> They knew that was coming. Oh, yeah. They, 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 there was, they was a pun the, coming. Yeah. There was a reason they made it a sock versus any other article of clothing. Could have been any other article of clothing. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> no, they had to go crusty sock. Like. That's, that's uh, so wrong. But no, but okay, so you brought up Holly. We get to meet the new character. Well, hold on. Before we jump, uh, then uh, we have our boy in prison and everything. Okay, if you want to finish out the order. Yeah, yeah. I think we just go ahead and finish well, it. Well, obviously, get, he, they've, they've linked him for the, being a, a child, child killer. killer. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's getting hate mail. It was supposed to be screened. And they bring in some guy. And then, dude, pulling the, the, the sharpened toothbrush out of his leg. Yeah. So, that's horrific. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, I don't know if that's a real thing. But if it is, there's no chance I ever survive in prison. Like, no. Uh, th- no. Th- there's no leaks. I, uh, well, there's it, just no way. I, a couple things about that. Okay, I have a hard time believing you, you're, you're digging in your own leg and you're not, not screaming. bleeding and not screaming or grimacing in worse pain or whatever with I your don't fingernail. Know. I, you know, I mean, was there already an exposed wound that was bandaged up and you just kind of opened it up and pulled? Absolutely. it Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like you just saw him kind of, you know thumbing his finger around in there wow you know what i mean yeah and he it was plastic so he could make it through metal detectors um pulls it out disgusting uh cash brought up a good point though what did he use to carve the pages in the book perfectly to uh perfectly to the toothbrush he shoved into his leg correct before he had the toothbrush yeah Yeah. because when he pulled it out it was still bloody and he slid it into the (laughs) slot you know what i mean so like a glove that's odd maybe he already did that book before he got when he came in don't I mean, that, you have, have the same exact shiv like i'm not real sure on that part i'm not even sure why they showed him put it in a book who gives yeah. a shit the yeah. guards a are GED in on it book you know the I guards mean, are in on it it doesn't make a difference yeah really i mean really uh, the guard just walked over and go here 
do it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what's the difference? And you open the doors. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, I'm complacent either way it goes. Yeah. You know? um, uh, yeah. Poor security. Anyway, you look at it. Do we believe you can take a pair of your prescription glasses and sharpen them by rubbing them on the edge of a metal frame without breaking them, without breaking them and putting them into basically a pretty nasty and gnarly hook. Absolutely. Cause your, your frames aren't glass. They're just plexiglass. They're acrylic and things like that. Okay. So, yeah. I, I've never worn glasses. You, so like you, yeah. Oh no, your lenses are not glass. Okay. If they were glass. They would have lots of glare. You have to put films on them and all kinds of stuff. So they make them out of plastic and, course it's cheaper too no um but yeah you could sharpen that stuff to a razor it's hmm. really scary because when he cut his throat it was almost like a perfect precision oh, i was like a cut. hot knife through butter i mean to me if you're creating a hook it's like you you hook and pull and a chunk comes out it's not a, a tear you know not a pure slice but you know, also you understand i mean that's that is a basically you just create a sharp point to drag across you've ever taken you know even like a piece of uh, aluminum or even sharp plastic yeah you just drag it across your skin and you'll see it just makes a white line really easily it's the same stuff okay you know uh, i'm fine with it i just I just if i ever see you sharp and shit like that i'm not, I'm not around but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i start wearing glasses when we get a little worried i don't know why i know about this stuff all right so, and i said you know why didn't he try to attack the guy instead of kill himself and y'all brought up good points when we were talking about during the show he's like he was screwed away. If they're going to let him come in this way, the next guy's going to come in. Yeah. I mean, like, he was just SOL. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. no way around it. And that's no way to live either. You're, like, just constant. You never sleep. You couldn't sleep. You couldn't turn your back to anybody. No. It'd just be horrible. It's You're better off dead. God, that's a terrible thing to Damn, say. That's, but cold, I mean, like, that's cold. And this is Bleed TV for you guys. <laughs> Woo! You well, know? You think, you think, oh, yeah. This guy's already... Well, no, and like I mean, the other thing is like if he I mean, killed the guy, yeah, like yeah. if he didn't kill the kids, he's in jail for murdering that dude because they're not going to say it's self defense or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, you just screwed. And what's cra- what will be neat to find out too is, do they have evidence that this guy was in two different places at one time for his case, or do they not see that, or not care, or does he even have an alibi? I mean, I, I think it would. They didn't have since the thing had moved on to Bateman already, they didn't care enough. They're like, okay, we've got this guy pinned. Let's just go ahead, push all the evidence. We've seen uh, Terry's, I keep calling him Bateman, I feel terrible. Terry's uh, attorney go above and beyond the call of duty because he's friend. I'm assuming that dude probably didn't have the same attorney. No, I'm sure not. And, and so, think like, most of these cases would yeah. be pushed through just like that DA wanted to do it. It's like, slam in the bag, dunk. slam dunk case. We have. Everything, but since Terry had the attorney and everything questioning, went to go get footage, look at all that, he was able to make a case to where they actually had to dig a little bit deeper. If they didn't have that, like you said, they're slam dunking this thing. Yeah, no, there's no doubt. No, I, doubt. I'm curious, and I'm curious too because I mean, this. I guess this was a jail he was in, not a prison. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like how fast tracked, you know, like it'd been a month. Terry was in jail. Yeah. He was in holding, preparing for his trial. Mm-hmm. This guy, I wonder, you know, how long? Because it's only been a month since the since Terry. So I mean, his was might have been no. It's beginning of March, yeah, which was a month ago. Or he, what did he say? Six weeks ago. He said that was that was six weeks ago. 
then we know that this guy had the other murder, right? Yeah, I mean, that's the fastest moving trial. In- because Terry goes down there, sees his dad, mm-hmm. and this nurse touches him and cuts him. So we know six weeks ago is when he murdered these other two girls, right? So, I mean, it's not been long time frames. No. And that's the reason why they don't know Terry's dead because this murder so fresh, it's the big news story in the area. And it happened in their town and everything. Yeah. We have to understand something. This orderly, he, he might be in prison right now, but that doesn't mean he's necessarily convicted. He might not just be able to play Bond. He might not sit there so on. It could be a process or he took a deal, whatever. That's what we I'm don't saying. know a background story. I'm just saying he's probably in jail. Yeah. yeah. Like, just like Bateman was. I'm just saying he wasn't in prison yet. That's Correct. all I'm okay. trying to say. Yeah. I'll give you that. I'm saying I don't know if he was convicted of the crime just yet. That's what I'm curious yeah, about. Yeah, because like the timeline is quick. And yeah. even we, as we listen to true crime all the time on murder podcasts, trials murder take trials take a long year. time. It could take a year or two years unless there's some kind of deal or something up front. It'd take forever. Yeah. You know, there's no such thing as swift justice when it comes to a murder trial. As there uh, shouldn't be, because, I mean, there's a lot of evidence, a lot, a lot of things that are going on oh, yeah. there. Well, in today's world, they've noticed that, you know, the past 40, 50 years, there have been so many mistakes of things and people being exonerated. Or, you oh, know, the death penalty is wrong 66% of the time? Oh, yeah, I mean, it's just so crazy. crazy. It's but, terrifying. But we're not here to get into all that. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> but, and so, like, as Jake was saying, then we get a new character, one that is going to be around at least another episode. Then, uh, absolutely. Um, a very eccentric character, you know. Holly yeah, man, Gibbons? I forgot her Gibbons. Gibbons. Gibbons? No, no, Gibney. Gibney. Gibney, yeah. Yep. Uh, um, now, they give you some key things. As a person who has worked with um, children that are. On the uh, autistic or Asperger's or, you know. Just on the spectrum of something. On the spectrum kind. of something like that, which, is, by the way, is not necessarily a disability. And I hate when people say, oh, he has a disability. No, no, that's not true. I know of two people who have Asperger's that can memorize things and are amazing with numbers and things and are very particular about where they sit, how they handle social situations, are perceived as socially awkward, and different like that. And so a lot of those things this character portrays i have seen personally oh yeah you know, it's very it's very accurate very very but i'm not but then they also take it a step farther that i don't know anybody who can remember every single lyric of any song from 1950 something da 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 that was from you know rock and roll da, everything else who like doesn't that, listen to music right yeah. that that's a step Past, you know what I mean well it's also a step past the fact cuz this show we found out is happening in 2000 19. 19. Yeah. Doctors, psychologists, and stuff like that are all extremely aware of autistic behavior. Mm -hmm. You know, any any behavior on the spectrum, right? Savants, you know, whatever. Which she falls heavily into this category. (laughs) Um, But for them to say... We don't have any idea. Back when she was a child. Right. And to me, her age, less than 40. I'd I would say, say mid thirties. I would say mid thirties. Mid thirties. So if it's 2019, we're talking about you know late eighties, early nineties. Okay. I guess that's the beginning of when things started to happen. Still, still, but still to, to say like the doctors had no clue, right? And the parents wanted to feel safe. You know, I mean, like so. Like I said, I think there's more to her story. I think we're gonna see that. Like in the preview, we see scenes as her as a child. And more things developing. Yeah. So I think there's going to be something else we see with her. And like, she could be like the yin and yang of this scenario, if that makes sense. You know, Stephen King's known for 
you know, in some of his books where if this is the bad, he also has the equal and opposite good well, in I, some form in his books. I think or that's Jessa. I think that's a little girl. Uh, well, she could be the form of communication. You know what I mean? Uh, I remember like when, what was that Stephen King book there, where one of the boy, like the guy had a brother that was considered special needs, but he ended up being one of the, the, the missing link for winning the battle, not, not winning the battle, but, you know, figuring it out. In the it end. wasn't his brother. That's, you're talking about the, um, or his buddy or something. Dream catcher. Yeah. Dream it, was catcher. A, it was a guy they befriended right. who passed on powers to all of them. Correct. And he was thought to be mentally retarded in the book. Exactly. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not saying like we're in the same book situation here, but I'm just saying like knowing King, like he does things like that. And so that could be a, a rationale for this character. Yeah, it could be. Uh, no telling, honestly. Yeah. We don't have enough information yet. But so far, this chick's crushing it in oh, her yeah. role. Uh, even, though, even the little bit we've gotten so far. She's fantastic. Like, I mean, I know we've said this about everyone on the show so far, but I mean, it's pretty much what HBO does. They pick perfect well, casting. Well, you, you take HBO out of it. Who, the writer, director, how they're doing it. I mean, the camera. I mean, you name it. I mean, like, who puts the camera on the floor in prison and watches things go by? Who who purposely takes a camera angle and shows nothing but blurry bottles and only a third of the screen has her head in it and it lasts for several seconds? You know, who, who puts, puts the camera the in the grave yeah. as you're walking by to get yeah. the perspective? I mean, like, you, you name it. Well, they're looking at the barn and... The camera's at a, an old graveyard cemetery. to give you, or a cemetery to give you the effect that this thing may be watching them. You know what I'm saying? Um, and maybe or, that barn is still its home turf. You know, or that the cemetery has something to do with, with the it. whole yeah. sequence. I mean, the yeah. show's putting so much slow burn into itself that it's just. But it's so crazy. I'm telling you, I feel like they're messing with us. Oh, they are. 100%. They are treating us. Just like every other true crime junkie out there, you know, and crime drama junkie. And they're just throwing all this stuff in front of our faces. First off, it looks amazing. Yeah. You know, putting it next to that little cemetery. It looks like, it looks like a little family cemetery next to this barn. Blur out some of it. Make the tombstones like to make, readable and, and everything. And they look old. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. And to make us think, oh, the, oh, what's that cemetery got to do with it? Oh, that's oh, no so doubt. crazy. My mind was turning 100 miles an hour. I was like, okay, wait a minute. Terry Medlin has grown up in this town his whole life. This is our son. That probably means dad was here at one time. He did something bad. This is where its home Dep- turf yeah. was. It followed him up there, framed this orderly. Terry came back. My mind was going 1,000 miles an hour. But that, well, I mean, you saying all that brings another thing. Why is his dad in Dayton? Oh, I don't know. If we grew up in Georgia and everything, oh, and never barn, really left. And the barn's actually an it, hour out. outside of town. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, all this stuff may have nothing to do with anything. <laughs> but then we're, we're, we're he may scoping. just be going an hour out of town because he wants to shed his skin. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a safe place. Yeah. Well, it's just a, somewhere out in the middle of nowhere. Now, why do it in a barn where you know somebody's going to come across it? To know. Well, you need to stay close to the case. You need a new skin. Needed, Or maybe you need somebody to come across it so you can get another skin. Yeah. Because obviously the skin dies rapidly. Um. At least at a point, it starts to die rapidly. Well, yeah. Well, when he when the murder of the boy happened, and they came to the conclusion of Terry Medlin, it, it was a very short order of time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Very short order of time. And so it's almost like when he it becomes another person and whatever this that or so on, the time frame is maybe just a few weeks, and that skin is no longer good. But considering he was still had those same clothes on, and he had to get rid of them. 
you know, for all you know, within a week, you know, within two weeks, I don't know. How long ago did he, did he go back to Dayton? Six months ago? Six weeks ago. Was it six weeks ago or six months? Six weeks. Six weeks. Okay. Six weeks. And then, you know, so I don't know, maybe, maybe it takes seven, eight weeks and the skin's no good anymore. I I, I don't know. We, the time frame there is, we don't know exactly when he had, took his skin. No. You know, or his appearance. But, so that's another element we don't have to figure out how long he's able to keep it. Well, and the skin's giving you some kind of power to slip in and out of places because we know he's seeing the little girl. Well, the girl physically said, well, I saw my daddy, but it really wasn't my daddy. And then the next time I saw him, he was all blurry. And, and the third time times, we saw him. It was four times. Once he first left time, The first time he saw him, he looked like my dad. Yeah. But a little off or something like but that. But he was angry. Second time... He looked dirty. Third time, he blurry. blurry. He looked blurry. Like you tried to Fourth time, he, he looked, looked like, like a different guy. He looked yeah. like Jack. But and he looked he, better. And he looked better. He was looked like he got a new skin. That's what it is. But he's it's just like we know he's tattoos. physically getting in there because we saw the goo one time. Like in the footprints and everything. Yes. Correct. We saw the footprints. Yes. So it's not like it's just in her head, which no, is no, no, different no. because Jack... Well, even this we time, we see her sitting in bed, and a shadow walks past her. Correct. Mm-hmm. We've seen all four times. You realize we've seen a scene with her through the three episodes of her up and staring. Hey, you have a nightmare, and then like another. It's almost like that time frame is very short. But what you're like, also as a parent, if your kid's just staring at you, like as you're sleeping and you wake up, that's probably the most terrifying thing in the well, world. Also, <laughs> saying mean things to you. Yeah, she said he was mean to her every time. Even when it was new skin, it was mean mm-hmm. and to pass this message on. Oh, man. And when they're sitting on the stairs and it's just like, well, tell him he can come tell it to me. I don't think you want that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just like. Oh. Well, I was like, I'm man. sorry you're scared. I'm not scared. Yeah. I'm angry. You're supposed to be, be scared. scared. <laughs> I was like, like God, this is good. Mm-hmm. And I love, once again, the camera work. Mm-hmm. All you see is the little side of her face, one eye, mm-hmm. little side of her as she's talking down the. And we're looking at Ralph her. through the banisters, and yeah, yeah, all the little banisters and stuff. Yeah. I mean, it was man, man. Like, they yeah. crush it, man. They it's, crush it. The cinematography is well, fantastic. And just to think, because like that's a natural thing. Like you have Ralph at the bottom stairs, the mom's sitting like at the turn and everything. She she's got the top of the stairs to herself, and then Ralph's wife is sitting right there. I was just like, that's like a natural way of people to be sitting on stairs. Like not yeah. all. Stood up on one part of it or anything. This mom is so hard on Ralph, man. He's sitting there. I don't well, think he did anything wrong. No, but he's I mean, asking those oh, questions. Yeah. Like when you're blaming. Thanks, thanks for nothing. Thanks yeah. for nothing, Ralph. <laughs> I mean, she's just looking at it as like, you ruined my life. You yeah. got my husband killed. My kids are now kicked out of school. And FYI, I, that is BS, by the way. <laughs> you, know, you could sue the pants. Are you talking about old Goldman? Or whoever the, oh, no, what's the, what's the, the lawyer's name? God, dog. Howard. Howard. Yeah. He could sue the pants. Oh, off he'd be the looking at his system. chops and everything. You can't expel somebody when they're the one being bullied. And I harassed. love how she says, that. "Oh yeah, no, I get it. You gotta look out for everybody, not the ones being bullied and harassed." Yeah. And <laughs> I mean, <everything>. total BS <laughs> right there. Now, I get, you know, here's the thing: they're they're trying to show because she said it too. She says, it's "Not just the students; it's the parents." They're trying to show that the principal's under immense pressure. Yes, to stop something terrible from happening. You know. Well, it's a no-win situation for that principal, but that's not the way you go it's about it. It's not how it would have been no. handled. That is not the way it would be handled. I can tell you that 1,000%. Maybe I, you yeah. can say small town Georgia. You can say, hey, you two got to go. Yeah. You know, or whatever. But no. Nah. It, didn't, it didn't seem unrealistic. It just seemed like, like because said, I have pressure point. 
50% of my family is in the, you know, education system. I can lean on y'all guys. <laughs> <laughs> to know that's probably not how it would go down. But, but I would have expected it to go the other way. Like, I'm pulling my kids out because y'all aren't doing shit yeah. about my kids getting spit on and bullied and cussed out every day. That would be more realistic. She's yeah. still got to go to work, all that. So, I mean, like, But the thing is, is it's, it's better television to show oh, yeah. that it's stressing the mom out more. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, I agree. Uh, so, and it's just more people shitting on her situation, you know? And more people not, there's nothing she well, can do about it. It's just like the brother principal said, you know, I hate when the children pay for the sins of a parent. Oh, yeah. You know, he's like, oh, yeah. My husband was innocent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Another reason where if he does get exonerated, you sue the pants off of this. <laughs> you know, just, uh, your public education. No, what you hope is your husband gets exonerated and then you leave town with the big old middle finger up to everybody yeah, that right. talks shit. But then again, it still doesn't matter because yeah. as soon as it's out, and here's the thing: he's, he's exonerated. How? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. He's like, even if you say, "Well, it's official." Harry Millen was not the killer. Da, 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 da. The allegation. Who believes is all that, that anymore? Matters. Cops yep. don't know what they're doing. And imagine, imagine the wife. And they didn't show this sequence. They haven't shown it. But was she ever shown the videotape of him coming into the strip club, going to the Amtrak? I don't think so. Like, I've been mm-hmm. trying all to think that about stuff. That. You imagine where Head would be at if she actually saw that shit. Right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Could be a game changer. You're like, I was in fucking Dayton with him. He couldn't have done it. Well, no, because it wasn't the Dayton one. No, that was was when he went to the the conference. He went to the education conference. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. We we know he was in the conference. Yeah. Right. She has seen that proof. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because that's what... But if you show her the other proof, it's like... I feel like her head would be in a different spot if you just showed her the shit that that the the defense has against her. But, I mean, that might wreck her. Too. Like, I mean, well, maybe that's the reason that was part of the design is is that he was killed before court to see that evidence. Yeah, but uh, you know, but just, I mean, like he was killed. He was you know? killed randomly by the kid. Like we don't know that he was infected. Uh, or I, anything. I'm talking about it's just story development. Oh, He's okay. not the primary character. He is a victim in the character, uh, the story. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, the like I said, this uh, this episode confirms more. It's like that Ralph is more the primary character than anything. Yes. You know what I mean? I mean, even so, for the thing to tell I mean, Jessa, we, to we tell him to stop. Yeah. You know what I mean? And for him to come, to, how does he know that Ralph's investigating it to this level? Ralph's on leave and just looking online. And so that's why I go back to the whole deal is, is that, is he in communication with Jack and Jack knowing this? But it doesn't look like Jack has communication that he's looking into this ex parte. So who who would be able to tell this creature, whatever it is, that... Ralph is continuing to search and look for the situation. What evidence do we have that shows that he's doing this? Because since the shooting, all we've seen is the you know the hooded fella walking away from the courthouse. We've never seen it looking at Ralph or observing him or anything in that capacity for us to make the conclusion to to tell Jessa to tell him to quit looking. True, but I mean, it still comes back to him knowing that the dad was going to hang himself because he was there right outside when it happened, and he had no way of knowing that. True, and so like, there's some premonition or something that he's or able it's to, just a bold coincidence. I'm, I'm going with zero bold coincidence. I'm, I'm <laughs> with you. To me, it would make me mad if it was a bold coincidence. You know, you want to believe, like you just said, that. 
he sees that or whatever. Or like, like there's just something he knows. I I don't know how he <laughs> can't explain it. Well, it'd be interesting to find out whether or not that that brother that kills Terry mm-hmm. had one of those burns on him and was being puppeted into something. Yeah. Plenty of plenty of story says no. This guy was just a pissed yeah. off brother yeah, and son revenge, yeah. and was getting revenge. But then the dad also, you know, plenty of story to show that he's just devastated. He just lost his whole family. But I mean, I don't why think not hang yourself? But it's weird that the guy is out there and knows he's about to do it. You know well, what I'm I saying? Mean, we don't know if he knows he's about to do it. He's just there at the thing to see him go to court. You know, that, I mean, that a, one's self-explanatory. No, no, no. That is a good point, though. If they, I'm if talking they, about the guys there when dad hangs himself. Well, yeah. Right. But what if they show a scene where... You know, two episodes on the road, you know, Jack, whatever happens, and they look at his neck, and they're like, oh, like that. That's the same thing that was on the back of a homeboy's that had to hung himself. Yeah. You know, and then it would be able to connect a dot. You know what I mean? And I want to go back and look at this because I think I schluffed it off when I first saw the episode, and I think it's episode one. Not the video camera shot of it, but the actual, sh- you know, filming shot of Terry coming into the strip club. And when he turns and starts walking towards the bathroom, mm-hmm. I swear there's, if I remember it correctly, there is something on his neck and shoulder area. Well, the like one right in here. the strip club isn't Terry. I know. Well, he had blood all over his coat. I saw all that. All the way down his back. I saw that. But, but the, s- the blood spot was here. Yeah. Not on his back. It was here and yeah. going. It's dripping down his back. I remember. <laughs> it's on his shoulder. Nobody's going to look at me around the pocket. <laughs> I'm going to be going right here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's like, I don't, it's probably not real, but I just have this feeling that I remember seeing some kind of burn like thing skin tag right? on his neck slash like collarbone neck, you know, back of his shoulder yeah. area. I just don't know if that makes sense because we don't. I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. I'm just saying. You just want to see it. Just to I see just it. want to see it again. Yeah. We want like, a connection. I, f- I feel like it was there yeah. because Jack is being used differently. Possibly, yeah. If he's being used, or like, if he's just, I just. Well, we just don't know what led up to any of it. Like we don't know if he did go angry or anything. We're like, just shy a little information to figure out the purpose of this neck. If he's actually talking to somebody who's in the room, or if he's just talking to somebody because he's been touched, or whatever. I'm missing just, that tidbit. I'm just saying, I would feel like the wife of Terry yeah. would have recognized that he has an excruciating, painful something on his body. Not just some minor cut that he wrapped in a bandage. Yeah. I agree. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like Jack is going through something different. Well, and not I, only that... I agree as well. Uh, the daughter said when she met the person, he was angry. So that would mean that... Terry hadn't been angry leading up to him. We saw him making pancakes, singing, and doing all that. So we know he didn't have that anger side of it. No, I, I feel I feel like Jessa is seeing mm-hmm. the doppelganger. Mm-hmm. Okay, or as they say, the dark uncle, the dark uncle. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. It's just there's a lot. There's a lot. Like I said, the boar, the boar being torn up near Jack. That's almost like he was already pre-selected too. Yep. Yeah. And we didn't see any boars or pigs in this episode that I saw. Yeah, that was, that was outside of uh hungry Barbe- the barbecue joint, maybe she saw one and I wasn't paying attention for it. But and know. speaking of the barbecue joint, we we can go back to uh Mr. Mall Security, which lowercase m capital A L L in the mall kind of 
Like Weird. all security. Yeah. 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 I don't. But I mean, we, this dude, like it just lingers and yeah, he's ma'am, oddly. You can't park there. There's two spots right there. Yeah. But it's like, he was oddly there. You know, he was like, yeah, someone quit or something happened and now I'm here. So now that you have me, what can I do for you? And what was his excuse? For what? One of my guy's wife decided to use her, use his taser on him. On a, yeah. On a domestic violence thing. So he left me here hanging. Another dark, angry thing happening. Mm. You know, possibly attached in some form or way. Don't have... So here's the thing. The dude in the hood is wearing the skin of somebody. Yes. That's clearly deteriorating, right? Mm-hmm. Is it possible? <laughs> is it possible he's wearing the skin of the mall cop that just got tased by his wife <laughs> because she thinks he's someone else? Let me go ahead and tell you. No clue. That rabbit hole is huge. You're yeah. I agree. Into. <laughs> I agree. But here's the problem. Would you take the red pill right <laughs> there? <laughs> that hole is gargantuan. Here's the problem. We see in the preview last week the guy in the green hood with the melty face is the one that the kid who steals the van sees. He's literally standing outside the van in that parking lot when the kid who robs the van sees him. That's all I'm saying, is that that melty-faced dude is in Dayton when the kid steals the van. That's true. So I'm like, who was he involved with at that point? Well, it could have been the... could have been the nurse, right? Yeah. Except his skin's white. That's true. So it's like, I don't feel like it's the nurse's skin that's melting. And he's still wearing it, we see, in town. But it could be Terry as well, since or he it just could got just cut be a really bad mask. Or it could just be a mask that he wears when he doesn't have a skin. That's right. a weird mask to be wearing. But like, here's the reason. The mask might look like it's oversized because he doesn't have something on of his own skin. You know, he, you know we, we don't know if this thing's human. It just has shade. No, you just never know. No clue. Again. Another little tidbit of information. We just don't have enough yet. You know I don't know. I mean? And it's just like the security guard, he wants to exchange numbers, knowing his footage only goes back five days. So it's not like you're a real useful person. Yeah, because it didn't, it didn't come off that he was like hitting on her, you know, in a weird way. Well, like, he, just, he only became really interested when she found out he, she was a PI. And then seems like, hey, can I get a business card? Like, he's got something he wants her to do. You yeah, know. it looked like he almost, he wanted her to investigate something for him. Right. And so there could be something more to it. I know. But like, it's all these holes. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It, it, there's a lot going on there. There's a lot. Why, you know, if he's standing there by the van, like you just said, why does he let the kid take it off? Why does he follow him to Cherokee County? Or, or, or all these things. I'm just saying. Actually, whoa, whoa, whoa. Time out, time out, time out. The, bu- the, the kid steals it and dumps it at Dayton. And then that's when whoever drives it to Cherokee. That's how it went. Because remember, he got picked up in um, Chattanooga. Yeah. yeah. That's right. So he the kid. To, so you see that scene. That's when he's taking the van that was already stolen in the preview. Because they showed it again. I don't disagree. Yeah. So, I'm just saying Melty Face yeah. in the green hoodie is there with that kid. In yeah. yeah. Same time frame. Right. Oh, Almost boy. like we're seeing the sequence of that kid dumping the van and him seeing the dude in the green hoodie get in the van right and take it or something right right well it's, it's probably gonna be a scene where holly is envisioning the surrounding and we get to see it you know just like she did when she sat in that hotel 
and you see the kids running around, you know what I mean? Which was a cool ass visual, by the way. Um, and then when she's uh, staying in the room in Dayton, so one of y'all mentioned the statues looked almost the same one as the one the dude had in prison. Okay. Yes. So the Holly statue, they show it twice. Mm-hmm. The problem is I can't remember if they're showing it in a Holly sequence or in because they just kind of show it with some candles lit, mm-hmm. and it makes me feel like it's the it's in the prisoners thing or whatever like that in yeah. his cell. But then we, when it comes out of there, you don't see him anymore. So, no, I don't think they're okay. necessarily involved. Just wanted to make sure that we did clear that up because we'd seen it and everything. Right. But the thing is, we see Holly has them, mm-hmm. sets them up on Important the to her and everything. Why did I say, look, it's the same statue? Is it because they showed it at Holly's place before? Yes. Is that what it was? Because when they, do, when they show the montage of her place, they show a bunch of unique statues and figurines okay. and then like a... A drawer it, that has a bunch of like busted heads sticking in little boxes. It must have come just after one of of him laying down yeah. in the cell because that's what made me think that the same statue was in his cell. And as she was putting the statues out, the first two are highly recognizable. The last two look like homemade jobs of something that it I looks, don't know what you're worshiping. It looks like like red yarn wrapped around. Like a somewhat of a body of something, and then like yeah, a, it was a really a spiky head sticking out of it. Yeah, it wasn't anything to find. It looked homemade yeah. for sure. Nothing like the other ones that looked like mass produced. Right, um, but it's gonna be yeah a part of her story in yeah. some form or fashion. Again, that's what the previews on the show just give us more background on who she yeah. was and where she developed who she. But I mean, I think that's pretty much the. Episode I mean, it really now. is. I mean, it kind of breaks it all down, um, and so on. Um, if we miss something, guys, please let us know. Uh, by the way. I want to say thanks. We uh, we skyrocketed to the number one podcast on this show, and that's due to you guys. Our numbers are fantastic. Hey, all these positive reviews, everything, really, really appreciate it. Um, and I, I, I'm going to make a point to read one of the reviews, and you'll understand why when I do, because whoever wrote it is a genius. Um, Kavonsky, is that how you pronounce that right there? Uh, Kavonsky, how would Kavonsky, this is the review we got. Great pod. Hey, no one reads these. This is stuff to kind of help you out. If you're reading this rock on, I'm trying to make some ribs in a pressure cooker. And in five minutes in the oven, they're amazing. (laughs) (laughs) You know? So I want you to know, we read your review, dude. Rock. And we really appreciate it. (laughs) But anyway, I did want to say thank you to the guys. Really appreciate that. Um, You know, and thank you all the people on Twitter and Facebook and all the great emails. Um, you know, bringing up some of these details and stuff. I mean, uh, you know, and of course, I do appreciate people letting us know. We got two emails. We're like, hey, based on the book, and I'm like, eh, delete, you know, and no so, offense, no offense, just... you know, because we, we want to go on this purely as HBO viewers. Um, Probably because I'm sure there's the somebody book. who's read yeah. the book like, After. these idiots are so far off. Oh, like, I've already <laughs> ordered the book. Like, I'm ready for this thing to be over yeah. just to crack that thing open. Uh, oh, man. I, I... I hope there's people hate listening just so they can laugh at how wrong we are. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> uh, that's just another listen, and we appreciate that, too. <laughs> uh, so that's great. And don't feel bad, because I've been a book reader, and just looking at these two people, sometimes just been like, oh, my God, y'all are so far off. Yeah. <laughs> and Jake's done the same. And- I've been there a bunch of times. <laughs> oh, yeah. No doubt. But, again, thanks again. And so keep hitting us up. Like that, That's Bleed TV Podcast at, on Twitter. That's Bleed TV Podcast on Facebook. And Bleed TV Podcast at gmail.com. So hit us up with all those again. Uh, also, want to have a short moment of silence. We got bad news this week that 
the Watchmen TV show off HBO is no longer. They will no longer be pursuing uh, pursuing season two after the showrunner creator has bowed out. Uh, I mean, that one is a shame, but we also had no idea where it would go. Yeah. And so it's also not that surprising. Could be for the best. Yeah. It could be because the first one was a lot of mystery and intrigue and trying to figure things out. And if all that's gone, the second season will probably suffer. And so, like you said, probably for the best, but hey, it was a fantastic show. We had great numbers on it too and had a lot of great fans talking back and forth. We hate we will it's won't be talking about that television. again. You know, so make sure you just catch up with that on this. Um, but other than that, guys, I think we're going to call it on this. I yeah, think me. so. Uh, Stephen King did write a second novel to this series, so there could be a second season to this. I think mm. he's got a four-book contract with it. So well, that's cool. Th- this could be going on for a while, and hopefully, if that is the case, uh, we don't wrap it up and we continue to... He wrote a second book that came out. Or it's coming, coming out. out. It's coming out. So it may be two years between seasons on this. Oh, no, like, I mean, the possibly, or I mean, he could have already handed it in and then, or maybe he kind of did the George R. R. Martin deal where he's like, here's where it's going. Yeah. Y'all are welcome. Well, I don't see King ruining his books. I don't like see that either. Let's also know King can write a book in a month. Like, yeah, sure. he, he can, but production and things like that, it matters. Yeah. Even shows that aren't based on books. Look at Westworld. It just takes longer to make good shows sometimes. Yeah. Well, I don't think they have a yeah, but I mean, I don't think they have a script or know where they're going. I mean, we've seen previews of it, and we're like, "What in the world was that <laughs> a Westworld preview?" Yeah, oh, was, yeah, that was. I'm just saying because like we've only seen two, and both times we were like, we didn't realize it was Westworld until the very end when it said Westworld. <laughs> I'm just saying HBO is not going to make yeah. the same Game of Thrones mistake I and try not. and rush anything. But also, I mean, this is coming out in January. So, I mean, it very easily could come out December 2021. Yeah. You know, I mean, if we're hopeful, if we're hopeful, it could. And hopefully, I I happen to notice myself that Twitter was blowing up, not when the show came out. It was actually blowing up right before this weekend started. Hey, I mean, it's blowing up a lot like those episodes. It's a lot of slow burn. Well, it's just like, it's like, I think it's just catching wind. People were watching it. And they were like, hey, have you watched Outsider yet? Because it's amazing. Yes. Yeah. And so people are now like at the end of this week or end of the week that we just finished, we're all of a sudden starting to catch up, like taking their friend's word for it and mm-hmm. watching it. And I think we're going to look at much bigger numbers yeah. for this episode. No, I think you're right. I think you're right. There's no doubt. And guys, again, if you're listening to the pod and you enjoy it and you have a few seconds to give us a positive review, we really, really appreciate it. But I think we're going to call it a night. Uh, already looking forward to next week. But uh, this is Bleed TV, and I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And we'll see you all then.